Good morning. It is Friday, October the 13th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin this Friday, just like we began Thursday and Wednesday, Tuesday and Monday, with a prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our title today, Does This Sound Familiar? Our text is 9, chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, verses 32 to 43. Hear now the word of the Lord. As Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. Immediately, Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying, and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up! She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. The Word of the Lord now consider this. This is what we might call an apostolic field day. Peter heals a paralyzed man, bedridden for eight years. Notice his technique. Get up 
and roll up your mat. Immediately, Aeneas got up. Sound familiar? Reminds us of a certain paralytic by the pool of Siloam. John 5. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The word gets out to nearby Joppa. They send messengers to plead with Peter to come to Joppa. Beloved Dorcas, a.k.a. Tabitha, had died. She's already dead. Don't bother the apostle, right? Does this sound familiar? While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Mark 5. Dorcas was already prepped for burial, as in way dead. This is Lazarus-like. It is a scene of wailing grief. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Does this sound familiar? Mark 5. He, Jesus, did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. Aren't we glad Jesus gave Peter a front row seat in his Healing the Sick and Raising the Dead 101 class? By the way, we also have front row seats in the same course. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. This is Mark 5. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. Does this sound familiar? Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. John fourteen twelve. This is how Jesus builds his church. Did you catch what happened in both Lydda and Sharon and Joppa? All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. And again, this became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. So have you signed up for Jesus Healing the Sick and Raising the Dead 101 course? I'll say more about it in the after party in today's Wake Up Call podcast recording. And also, you should see the P.S. today about a similar course upcoming from Seedbed. The Prayer of Transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. 
I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. In the question, does this comparison of the way Jesus worked on earth pre-ascension with the way Jesus worked on earth post-ascension through his apostles help you? Does it inspire you to become more familiar with the way Jesus works? And for our hymn today, we're going to sing hymn number 439. Okay, I've said the number. Let me tell you about this hymn. 439, our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. This is a hymn that I've never sung before. I have loved the words to this hymn forever. And I think I can make out the tune. I can read music enough to be dangerous. But it's a short one, so if you don't like it, it'll be over soon. But I think you'll love it. Number four. Three, nine. It's called, Lord, Speak to Me. Lord, speak to me that I may speak in living echoes of thy tone. As thou hast sought, so let me seek thine erring children lost and lone. Okay, we're going to give it a go. This is the first time I've ever sung this, this hymn, and I bet for many of you the first time you've ever sung it. Because I think we all went to the same church growing up. Lord, speak to me that I may speak in living echoes of thy tone. As thou hast sought, so let me seek thine erring children lost and lone. O strengthen me that while I stand firm on the rock and strong in Thee, I may stretch out a living hand to wrestlers with the troubled sea. O teach me, Lord, that I may teach the precious things Thou dost impart. And wing my words that they may reach the hidden depths of many a heart. Okay, key change. 
O fill me with thy fullness, Lord, until my very heart o'erflow. In kindling thought and glowing word, thy love to tell thy praise to show. Key change again. O use me, Lord, use even me, just as thou wilt and when and where. Until thy blessed face I see, thy rest, thy joy, thy glory share. Y'all, that was so bonus and extra. Those key changes I just slipped in there. I love it. What a hymn. I mean, I think you see why I like it. And I think we may do it again. We may do this hymn so much, you might start singing it in your churches all of a sudden. We'll see. Five verses, and those five verses, I I think I chose this hymn for today because of what today's text unfolded for us. Lord, speak to me that I may speak. Fill me with thy fullness. Teach me, Lord, that I may teach. Use me, Lord. Use even me. You see... What Jesus, it's kind of like we say these things, but he's like, um, have you taken the prerequisites? You know, in in, in college, like you, you want to jump in and take the advanced class and, and you got to have the prereqs first, the prerequisites. Like he's like, have you read Mark? <laughs> have you read Matthew? How about Luke? What about John? Have you read it twice? Have you really immersed yourself in what I did? Or have you just read the cliff notes? Have you just watched the highlight reels? Have you just continued to pick your favorite verses over all these years? Are you still just a John 3.16 Christian? Or have you made camp at the pool of Siloam and gotten up close and watch the way that I heal that man who sat there for 38 years. Yeah, guys. I know, I'm getting carried away. I'm starting to preach. The point is, Peter was simply doing what Jesus did. And that's the thing. Look back at Stephen the martyr. You remember what Stephen said right there at the very end as they're hitting him and with the rocks? He says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And then he said, as he was dying, his last breath, into your hands I commend my spirit. I mean, where did he get that? He got it at the cross. He got it from getting up close. You see, Jesus' life, his every move, his every word, his every deed and sign, I'm hoping that you're feeling inspired. You see, to take the the healing healing and raising the dead 101 course, it's just diving down into these gifts, these gifted documents that we have called the Gospels. 
and becoming a student. That's what a disciple is, a learner of Jesus. Not information. I mean, this is this is everything he's doing and saying and teaching. It's uber practical because he wants for us to put it into practice in our life. That's what we see in today's entry with Peter and just like Jesus told the 12-year-old girl, and Peter was in the room, up, girl. It's the same thing he said to Tabitha. Get up, get up, Tabitha. I think you got my point, okay? I'm moving to close now. It's Friday. There's a little P.S. I've got for you. Speaking of all this, golly, I wish I had another 10 minutes. I'm going to be quick here, but We've put out a rele- a resource here this fall called Follow the Healer. It's a book. There's videos that can go along with it. There's a journal. It's written by one of my heroes and one of my teachers for the last 30 years, Dr. Steve Siemens. He's now a retired professor at Asbury Theological Seminary. And he represents the deepest essence and the very best of what Asbury Seminary always has been, and I hope always will be. He's written a book on the healing ministry of Jesus Christ, and it is, he actually, he asked me to write the foreword to it, which I was so honored. And if you get the book, I hope you'll read the foreword, because I have been so focused on this now for many years. This, you know, Jesus did three things. He preached, he taught, and he healed. And we have all these stories of Jesus' healing ministry. And Steve, in this book, has brought together, I feel like it's it's kind of a culmination of his whole ministry. And I'm teaching this, y'all, in my little church here in Gillette, Arkansas. We're entering our third week. Tuesday nights, we're doing this. And I got about 25 people. I got kids, adults, all ages. And I I just, you can tell I'm excited about it. Anyway, look at the PS today. We're actually doing this in an on-demand online way starting uh, October 19th. From 6 to 7 p.m., Dan Wilt and Steve Siemens are going to host a kickoff conversation about the book. And then you can sign up, and it gets going here in a few weeks. All the information's in the PS. There are links. Just join the Zoom call, if nothing else, just to explore it. It won't cost you a dime. Please, guys, this is the stuff. All right, we got to hit the fields. It's Friday. It's going to be a good day. Your seeds are calling out to you. I'll see you out on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.